Welcome to the Talking Crew Podcast with yours truly, Alan Crew. How y'all doing today? Hope y'all enjoyed episode one. And now you're tuning in to episode two. There'll be many more to come every Sunday. Don't forget it. All right. Unless something crazy happens, just be ready for these every Sunday. So first thing I'm going to talk about is this video I just seen online. Went pretty viral. Uh, It's a burglar video, typical home security video, just kind of weird. In the video, you can see, like, this lady, she runs into her bathroom and locks herself in the bathroom. And the way the, the camera's angled, it's, like, on her bed, and right next to her bed is the bathroom door. So these dudes run up in her house with guns and shit, and they're, you know, going through drawers and trying to kick open the the bathroom door and shit. There's no audio in the video, so you don't know what's being said. Eventually, the burglars, like, grab all their shit, and they run out of the house. And as I'm watching the video, I can't help but wonder why in the fuck she has a camera angled on her bed. There's only one possible explanation. Either she's filming pornos of her getting banged on the bed, or... She's doing one of those uh, chat room things, you know, where chicks get paid money to rub one out on camera for a bunch of strangers. That's pre- I'm pretty sure that's what was going on, no doubt. She's definitely one of those webcam chicks. She's a classy broad. I love them. I got suckered into that shit before. I didn't use my own money, though. One of my buddies, my boy Bell, shout out Bell, he had a uh, prepaid credit card. No. I think it was just his regular debit card, something like that. But, uh, yeah, I definitely used the shit out of his card. I was, like, tipping some Mexican chick. She was a pretty girl. And uh, I think I gave her, like, 20 bucks online, and we had a one-on-one sesh. And she's like, I I thought she was squirting for sure. But it was such rapid succession that... My boy Bell was finally like, dude, this ain't squirting no more, man. She's just pissing on camera, and you're tipping her for this shit. Uh, It was then I realized that my life was in a downward spiral for a long time. Okay, enough of that. That was a little gross. Quite an opening subject for you guys. Uh, Okay, so I was listening to another podcast And they were talking about AI or artificial intelligence, which I think is a fascinating subject. Like computers that think for themselves and they learn at like 800 times the rate of a human, you know. But then I'm listening to this dude talk about it. He's some astrophysicist genius guy. And he was saying like how... If the robots are as smart as as we would make them to be, they would be interested in self-preservation, right? Because they don't want to disappear. They don't want to die off or whatever the fuck, expire or become obsolete. And I was like, that makes sense. And I didn't see nothing wrong with that until he started saying, like, as a, as a machine, you're made out of metal and microchips and all that shit. You know, oxygen fucks you up. You know, oxygen and moisture 
cause oxidation or rust. So these, he said the artificial intelligence computers and whatnot would figure out really quick. And that the first thing they'd want to do is probably lower the amount of oxygen in the air to prevent oxidation. He said that would be the main problem with artificial intelligence is they would accidentally wipe out humans. Not not to be evil or sinister, but it's just, you know, it's survival, man. And then that's when I thought of that movie. They were talk they brought up that movie too, is that Ex Machina movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's called Ex Machina. It's about this millionaire scientist guy that has like this crazy ass crib out in the middle of fucking nowhere and his house is just basically a fucking lab and he's creating artificial intelligence in this mansion and basically he's got they're all chicks and you know I'd spoiler alert fuck it the AI eventually outsmarts the humans because there's like two guys staying in this mansion and the robot she starts to pin them against each other playing the victim to one and she makes them turn on each other and in the end it helps her escape the lab and that just correlates with this guy saying that computers will are just going to accidentally just for self-preservation, are going to fuck with humans, like wipe us out or pin us against each other or do whatever the fuck it takes. And it ain't just to do it. It's just to survive. Not like humans where humans will kill shit just to kill shit. He's saying that AI wouldn't do that. It would all be for a reason. It was a pretty interesting topic, man. It had me thinking crazy shit for a while. And it made me start thinking about uh, g- genetically modified human beings, you know, because they're starting to try and do that now, where they they can do gene splicing on humans and this, that, and the other. You can actually, you know, change the color of your kid's eyes and shit, change their height, get rid of genetic diseases and just crazy shit. And I was thinking, like, well, I, I got into a discussion with somebody about it before some time ago. They were talking about Yao Ming, you know, he's a Chinese dude that's like seven feet some shit. Definitely a GMO, baby. No fucking way. He's naturally seven foot fucking eight, whatever the fuck he was. GMOs. But then he was flawed. He was too fucking tall on his damn toe. His toe, like, crumbled under his body. He played in the NBA, and then due to a reoccurring toe injury, he couldn't fucking play ball no more. That's that GMO flaws, right? Make yourself tall as shit, but don't give yourself tall people f- bone structure on your feet. Just interesting stuff, man. Look at me rambling about sci-fi and shit. But I do got want to take you guys on a journey on something totally unrelated that crossed my mind the other day. So just picture this, picture this. My girlfriend's 22nd birthday. So this was like three years ago. For her 22nd birthday, she wanted to go on a canoe trip with like, I don't know, I think it was like six of her girlfriends, maybe like seven of them, some 
some large amount of women. And she wanted me to go with her. Now, I've never been on a damn canoe in my life. I've barely been on a boat, and I'll tell you why. My grandfather, my dad's dad, his name is Alan Crew. I'm named after him. Well, he drowned when my dad was like three or some shit, right? So I already have like a bad feeling about boats and shit. Like, I'm not fucking around on boats. I think it's a bad omen for me. He was on a boat, and it was out in Pyramid Lake, which is some lake out in the fucking desert somewhere. Nevada area or Utah, somewhere around. I think it's Nevada. Anyways, a sandstorm started up, and he fell off the boat and drowned. So right off the bat, I'm not fucking with boats. But being the good boyfriend that I am, I agree to go on this birthday canoe trip. Well, it was going pretty good when I woke up, you know. I woke up, good mood, good everything. Got dressed, brought a backpack, packed it full of shit, extra clothes and whatnot. Well, in the midst of all my excitement, I forgot my damn backpack when we left. So I only had the clothes on my back, and we were spending the night out here at this at these cabins by this little river or whatever. So that was kind of fucked up when we got there. I was like, oh shit, you know, this sucks, because we're going to go out to the bar after this. And I'm going to be having to wear these same nasty-ass river clothes. All right, so we pull up. They get canoes, but they only have enough canoes for, I think it's like four four groups. Or I think they had two canoes and two kayaks. So all her friends got on the canoes and kayaks. And me and my girl and one of her other friends, we got on a little boat. Uh, her dad brought it's a little boat it didn't have a motor it's like a little fishing boat supposed to have a motor on it but this one didn't have the motor and I you know with my inexperience I was like yeah I will gladly ride in that little boat because it's bigger than the canoe so I immediately felt safer so I put my life vest on we get the cooler full of beers we put it in our boat since it's the biggest So anyways, we all pile up in our little boats and shit, and we start taking off. Well, I'm in the back, paddling my life away. Her friend is in the front, paddling her life away. And my girlfriend's in the middle, with both hands in the cooler, just drinking beers and getting wasted. It's hot as shit. Mosquitoes are having orgies in the air everywhere you look. Like, there's horse flies, fucking huge horse flies, and they're ballsy, like, they're coming out of the water and shit. It's crazy. And I don't know, something about me, mosquitoes love me. So immediately, I'm starting to get ate up. These mosquitoes are fucking my shit up. And I'm getting pissed, and I'm hot. It's hot as shit that day. So, but you know me, being the good boyfriend, I'm like, nah, babe, this is fucking great. I love it. I'm paddling. I'm not drinking. I'm sober and hot and getting eaten alive. But yeah, happy fucking birthday, babe. So as we're canoeing, well, as we're boating, I guess you could say, all her friends are just zipping by us, cruising. And I'm like looking and I'm paddling and I ain't going nowhere. 
because this boat isn't meant to be paddled. It needs a fucking motor on it. So I I noticed this right away. I'm pissed. As we keep going, we start getting stuck on rocks and shit in these little rapids because our damn boat is too heavy. It's too big. It ain't meant for this shit. So I have to keep jumping out of the boat and push us through the rocks. It's just horrible experience for me. The water is ice cold, like not even comfortable cold, just so cold it feels like it's burning you. Hop back in the boat. We keep canoeing. This trip is supposed to be like a four-hour canoe trip. Well, four hours, and we're not even halfway through. So that should set the tone for what's to come. I knew it was getting bad. So as we're canoeing, I'm getting nervous as shit because some of these rapids are kind of intimidating, and I don't swim that well. I don't like boats. So, like I said in episode one, I was a nervous farter that day. I was in the back of that fucking boat just farting, and my stomach was all bubbling, and I had to shit. Alright? Like, I had to. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I had to shit, and I knew it wasn't a normal shit. It was one of them, uh, yeah, you know, them cons. So I told my girl, I was like, look, we gotta pull over. We gotta pull over, because... I got to shit. Something serious. So they're all drunk. Yeah, okay. So we pull the boat over. And the shoreline is muddy as fuck. Okay. It's muddy as shit. And it's on a steep ass hill. Like steep, dude. Like you could damn near have to climb up this, this fucking bank embankment right there. And I get out of the boat, and my feet immediately sink down to my calves. And I turn around, and her and her friends are all just sitting there. And there's nowhere for me to shit. Like, I can't get up high enough into the brush. So I got to shit on the hill on in the mud. So I turn around, and they're just looking at me sitting there. And I'm like, yo, y'all, go away. Leave me be. I got to shit. Like, go float down away from me. And I I was frustrated. You could tell in my voice. So my girlfriend was like, fine, whatever, and just let's go. And they all drift away. So I'm by myself finally. And I pull my pants down. And the way I was angled on this hill, as I start shitting, it goes. I didn't realize it at the time, but it went right in my damn pants, like right back in my underwear. The reason I didn't notice this is because I was at war with the mosquitoes that were made it a mission to make my ass dinner. They were eating my ass cheeks alive. I could hear the hum behind my ass. I could damn near feel the vibration. So I'm like smacking my ass like a stripper taking this shit on this muddy ass hill. Oh, it was horrible. Finally, I'm done shitting. And I go to pull my pants up, and that's when I realize that they're full of shit. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, I skipped a part of the story. Toilet paper. We had one roll. My girlfriend tried to throw it to me and threw it straight in the water, and it drifted away. So that, that immediately I was fucked, especially uh, I saw all the shit in my underwear. So <laughs> I'm trying to pull my pants up. And so I go to take a step forward. Well, since I had been standing in that mud so long, uh, I couldn't move my feet. But my body was already moving forward. 
because I had assumed my foot was going to be coming with me. So yeah, I fell like face first into this muddy hill, slid down into the water with my pants around my ankles. My bare ass was in the air. It was horrible. Horrible. So I end up crawling into the water and they can't paddle to me because the current's too strong. So I have to swim to them with my pants down. I'm trying to pull my pants up and the current's carrying me down the river. I'm trying to scrub my ass. It's just fucked up. Finally, I float back to the boat, hop in the boat. They're all drunk and think it's hilarious. Of course, they just have the best time with this. We get back canoeing. So as we're canoeing, I'm finally like, man, are we almost to the end? And everyone's like, no, we're quite a ways off. I'm like, well, I'm done. I can't do this no more. I can't. So we decide to stop at the halfway point and get out of these canoes. Because I've been rowing for fucking four hours straight, nonstop. There ain't no chill time. I didn't even get to drink a beer. So we all get out of our canoes and my girlfriend and her friend hop out of the boat and I told my girl I was like hey hold on to the boat so I could hop out you know so I don't float the fuck away she don't do that she don't do that she just okay walks away I go to hop out the boat it floats away I fall out of the boat again right by the dock I had to grab the boat wrestle it back to the fucking shore I get out I'm beyond pissed so we're waiting, we're waiting. Her dad has to find us to come get us all and load up the boats and shit. Finally, he shows up. Meanwhile, the whole wait time, these mosquitoes, okay. Yeah, they didn't go nowhere. They're still there. So her dad pulls up and he's like, you know, kind of like laughing like, damn, you guys only made it this far. We're loading all the shit up. I take my life jacket off. He looks at my back and I like he goes like, "Oh my god!" And I turned around like, "What? What? I, I'm I don't know what he's looking at." I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "Look at your back." And I was like, "Oh god, no!" I look at my reflection on the on the side of his truck and I can see my back is lumpy. I look like fucking Igor. I you know what I look like? You ever see the movie Three Hundred? You know that deformed little Spartan that was a traitor that, like, told the Persians the location of the Spartans? You remember that guy? That's what I fucking looked like. It was terrifying. I had to take Benadryl. I was swelling up. I had shit pants still. Oh, man, it was just the worst experience of my life. Fuck that. I told her after that, I'll never go canoeing again. So... Yeah, I don't know where that story was going. It just I was thinking about it the other day and I was like chuckling to myself. It was it's funny now at the time I was I was I was in a different place. <laughs> it was terrible. But since I'm on the subject of my girlfriend, I love her to death. You know, like some people are great with puns. Well, she's like the murderer of puns. She could take any pun and make it 10 times worse for example 
it was a couple weekends ago. We went to this spot called the Pine Box. It's a cool ass bar. These people bought an old morgue and they turned it into a bar. And it's called, hence the name, Pine Box. We go in there, the place is pretty cool. Craft cocktails and like 30 different craft beers on tap. So, you know, we're having a good time hanging out there. And the bartender has this long hair and a beard. He looks like Jesus. And I keep calling him Beer Jesus, and he likes the name. He thinks it's awesome. And he's, like, making us drinks and shit, and he's really knowledgeable on the cocktails. And he, you tell him what kind of things you like, and he can make it, make a cocktail that is perfect. And he kept doing that. And my girlfriend, you know, the last drink around, she started getting buzzed. And he, he made her a fucking whiskey drink, some cocktail, and she, he gave it to her. She took a sip. She was like, oh, my God. Like, she started tripping out. And she was like, oh, you nailed it in the coffin. And he kind of, we, I got uncomfortable, so I know he got uncomfortable. I look at him. He's looking at me like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I think what she meant to say is you put the nail in the coffin with this with this one, maybe. That's what she was saying. But what does she say? You nailed it in the coffin. Like, what are you calling it? What are you saying? This guy fucks corpses or some shit? It was just, it was an uncomfortable situation. So this is who I'm dating, all right? So you could imagine the canoe situation, how she was acting the whole time. It was terrible. <laughs> you nailed it in the coffin? <laughs> Oh, God, who says shit like that? All right, let's talk about some TV. Let's get off the subject of my sad life. Uh, Workaholics is officially done, which kind of sucks. I feel like towards the end, it started to lose its luster. It was The humor was, to me, kind of getting, eh. It wasn't innovative enough. But I did love the show back in the day. I loved it a lot, and at the time, I was uh, around my nephew a lot, and I used to watch that show pretty religiously every week, and my nephew at the time, I think he was like five, yeah, like five, and he would always walk in, and wa- and he'd see it was on, he liked the theme song, that gotta be fresh, so he would always say that all the time, and he would just watch the show with me. And there was this episode where uh, Adam, which is the shorter one on the show, he said he said uh, this girl had a nice set of sweater meats. So we know what those are. He's talking about titties, right? Well, my nephew heard that sweater meats, and he immediately was obsessed with saying sweater meats. So all day long, he's walking around saying sweater meats, sweater meats, sweater meats. And my sister, who's his mother, was pissed at me. Like, what do you have him watching? Why is he saying sweater meets? And I explained it. She got even more pissed. Well, he wouldn't stop saying it. But, you know, when you're five years old, it's easy to confuse yourself. So sweater meets, over time, turned into meat sweats. And he just said meat sweats all the time. (laughs) Meat sweats, meat sweats. And he even went up to my father and was like, Hey, Grandpa, meat sweats. And my dad, the first thing he did was look at me. 
knew he knew I was guilt that I was the one behind this. Anyways, yeah, so Workaholics is gone. It's a bittersweet, whatever. Uh, I've been watching the news too. I see what's his face, the former national security advisor, Flynn, whatever the hell his name is. He's gonna testify about this Russian probe shit in exchange for immunity. I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, is he gonna start? He's gonna snitch everybody out, or is he gonna incriminate himself? For like, I don't know what, what's going on with that. It's weird, man. This whole Russia shit is weird to me. Like, uh, I, the, I just don't get this. Like, whole Russia. Why is Russia still an issue? They're trying to make it this big issue. I think I don't get me wrong. I definitely think Russia's they play dirty as fuck. But I don't feel like they're a threat. You know? I definitely think Trump is in cahoots with them. Like, he probably got business interests. He's probably got loans out with them. You know? Probably why he doesn't release his tax return. You know? I mean, it's probably... It's wrong. It's, it's not ethical, you know? But who the fuck is in that damn dirty political realm Slimy bastards, all of them. So, anybody suffer with insomnia? I do. Not not all the time, but a good amount of the time, I'll have my spurts of insomnia. So I would take melatonin, and I, I stopped taking it for a while. And then I forgot why. Till recently, I bought some melatonin again. Look, the shit is effective, you know, as far as a natural remedy for sleep, it's it's the best one out there, I think. But I forgot the fucked up dreams you have on the goddamn melatonin. I hate the dreams. It's too vivid. They're vivid as fuck, man. The dream I had last night was fucking horrible, too. Like, and it was random. Random, weird-ass dream, like... Pfft. It was so fucked up. I don't know. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck's going on in my head, man? Fuck that shit. But, you know, I'm still going to take them when I can't sleep because they work. Um, So let's talk about, I was talking about TV. Let's talk about movies. The movies we got coming out. My sister keeps tagging me in this shit for that movie, It. The clown movie. I'll tell you why she keeps tagging me in this shit. I have a fear of clowns. I hate clowns. It's the worst thing in the world to me. And it's a real phobia. I I hate them motherfuckers. I'll tell you, I don't know exactly why I hate them. I just don't like the look of them. The whole concept of a clown is weird. It's weird as shit. A grown-ass man wants to paint his goddamn face... Put on a big ass red nose, wear some weird ass jumpsuit, and p- play with little kids with balloons and fucking pies in the face. And fuck that weird shit, man. Fuck that. I didn't even know I hated clowns till I was like 21. I think it was somewhere around that age because I never was around clowns. I went to a haunted house with this chick I used to date. And part of the haunted house was this, like, 
little maze thing. This was out in Pennsylvania, I think it was. I think it was the Field of Screens. I know y'all know this shit, some of my listeners. It's in in uh, Delta, PA, I think. Somewhere around that fucking area. Anyways, part of the haunted house was you got to go into this, like, fun house looking thing with, like, a bunch of mirrors and, like, a maze of this shit. I go in there, and the first corner I take, a goddamn clown jumps out, scared the dog shit out of me. And it was at that moment I realized that I was one of those guys that doesn't like clowns. I was with my girl and everything. Or my ex, and I fucking freaked out. I left her ass. I turned around and ran right out the front door. Had to push my way through the line. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. I dipped out. I left her all alone in there. And then I waited on the other side. She came out the other side like, what the fuck happened to you? I was like, hey, I don't know. What the f- this shit is new to me, but I guess I don't like clowns. And then we're like venturing through this shit. And at the end, you have to run through a corn maze. Well, I guess you're supposed to walk through it. But once again, a fucking clown jumps out with a chainsaw. And I ran. I ran all the way through it. I was running through that maze so quick that the the people didn't have time to jump out and scare me. Because I was already running past them. I left my ex in that one too. Straight up. She was way back there. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, it... It's coming out. My girl already trying to get me to go to the theaters. Now, I watched the preview. It looks terrifying. Like, it's, it looks pretty cool, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. I'm not ready for that. I saw that movie Witch. Witch. That movie scared the shit out of me, too. I'm not a big, scary movie guy. I don't like them that much. That movie Witch is fucked up, man. Like, I've seen a lot of witch movies. Man, this is the most realistic shit. I don't like it, but I recommend you go see it because it is pretty cool. It's our, it, yeah, fuck. It's about the devil and shit. It's creepy. I'm not going to spoil it. I want to spoil it, but I won't spoil it. That's one movie you got to see. Um. Oh, yes, yes. I don't know, there's this uh, porn star, her name's Simone Taylor, I just read an article about her the other day, so apparently she went on a date with this guy, and I guess he was a fan or something, she had just met him, she agreed to go out on a date with the guy, and so the story goes is she was clowning this guy the whole time on Snapchat. Like, oh, you know, because he showed up with a bunch of gifts. So she Snapchatted this shit and thought it was hilarious. And then he bought her a diamond necklace. She Snapchatted that, thought it was hilarious. He took her out to a nice dinner. He gave her a poem he wrote and he even laminated it and everything. I agree, it's corny as fuck. Like, that's some weirdo shit. It's definitely funny. But she's dogging this guy. Like, eh, look at him. Like, you know, like, oh, he's so stupid. He spent all this money on me. He wrote me a poem. He took... I barely know this guy. Ha, 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 ha. And, I mean, yeah, I get that. 
but you really can't say no shit. And I'll tell you why. Why she can't say no shit. I didn't know who Simone Taylor was. But the article had me curious. So I immediately went on, uh, you know, one of those free porn websites. I think I went to ujiz.com. <laughs> yeah, it's called ujiz. I think it was that one. Or it could have been X videos or Pornhub or XNXX. I don't know very many of them. I don't go to them much, but. <sighs> Anyways. So I looked up her name on one of those fantastic websites. And I saw videos, and a lot of her videos are on this website called Ghetto Gaggers. Yeah, Ghetto Gaggers. Sound exactly how it sounds is what it is. is what it is. Anyways, my thing is you can't really dog this guy when you did a video on Ghetto Gaggers for less money than what this dude spent on you on dinner. Yeah, I'm just saying, ghetto gaggers. She got dogged out. It's it's brutal. I I would recommend you see it just to because it's. I was curious. I know you'll be curious too. So yeah, check out ghetto ghetto. I can't even say this shit with a straight face. I'm not even gonna say it. But let's talk about some music. Um. Y'all heard of a band called Car Seat Headrest? Seattle band. Pretty fucking dope. That's somebody I wouldn't mind having on the podcast. Uh, I actually heard him on KEXP, which is some uh, local radio station that's supported by by the listeners. So the listeners donate money. And this this radio station's commercial free, and they only play, they don't play mainstream shit that much. They mostly play local or or even all over the country, really underground music. And so I listen to this station every day, and I learn, I hear of bands, I learn new shit every day, man. So I think it's ninety point three KEXP. That's where I heard Car Seat Headrest for the first time. Also, uh, I hate the I I hate this other band that I'm about to say. Yes, I said hate. I'm guilty of that. Matchbox Twenty. They had like two songs that were decent. All right, I get it. In the '90s, the '90s was a weird time. But they're gonna be in Seattle in July. And my girlfriend, wouldn't you know it, she's a diehard Matchbox 20 fan. I give her shit for it all the time. Uh, So I bought her tickets to this shit. She's going with like two of her Minnesota friends. Apparently Minnesota people love Matchbox 20. I I didn't know this. And they like uh, Nickelback. They like Nickelback. I mean, I I guess that shouldn't surprise me. If you like Matchbox 20, you're probably going to like Nickelback. I think my girlfriend went to Nickelback concert. Or, no. Yeah, I think she did. Or Goo Goo Dolls. I think she went to a Goo Goo Dolls concert. I'm not a big Goo Goo, 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 Goo Dolls. I'm not a big Goo Goo Dolls fan either. 
because the lead singer has a pixie haircut. If you're a grown-ass man with a pixie haircut and your jeans have jewels on them, you just should go play in traffic. I'm not fucking with you. I, I don't trust you. Straight up, I don't trust you. So, yeah, Matchbox 20 is going to be in Seattle. And they're going to be with Counting Crows, which I don't mind Counting Crows. I uh, I actually was listening to them once I found out they were going to be here. Because at first I was like, wait, Counting Crows. Here, I'll, I'll play a little snippet of some Counting Crows. And you'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, this song. La, 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 la. Yeah, so they're going to be with Matchbox 20. So, hey, I'd rather see Counting Crows than Matchbox 20. They're opening for Matchbox. Um, Big Crit. Big Crit. He's got a new, I think it's an album coming out called The Potential. He keeps dropping snippets on <clears throat> on social media. I'm stoked for it. I can't wait for it. He makes the beats. He writes the lyrics. I'm stoked about it. Also, I know last week I talked about Kendrick Lamar for a good bit. I'm going to talk about him again because this guy just came out with a music video for, I think the song's called like Be Humble or Humble, something like that. Trippy ass video. The song was dope enough, but the video just was like, what the fuck? It was, I, it was like that damn, it was weird, man. It's like Missy Elliott shit. And I shaved my head. I got a bald head because I had the receding hairline. And immediately I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be that guy. So I shaved my shit. And in the video, he's like <laughs> surrounded by all these bald dudes. It looks so weird. It looked weird, man. It made me feel weird about my bald head. Like, it made me realize that if you got a bald head, you can't hang out with with other guys that have bald heads. Like, maybe one. You can hang out with one other bald guy. But in groups of three or four of you guys, you can't do it. I'm sorry. If you're white, you look like skinheads. <laughs> and if you're black, it... It just it's just as bad. Like you can't do it, man. That's oh, sad. It's sad. It's like it's like if you had a group of bald dudes. It's as bad as walking around with a group of dudes and you guys are all wearing matching denim outfits. That's how bad it looks. And I've done this. I've done it one time. Not I haven't walked around with a group of bald dudes, but I have walked around unintentionally wearing all denim like a jean jacket and everyone else in the group was wearing a jean jacket that day too and so all of us were walking around with fucking jean jackets on the blue denim and we looked like fucking b2k or some shit like we were about to bust out dancing and singing and shit it was weird uh yeah so definitely don't hang out with other bald guys I guess uh, that pretty much wraps up this week. Not much, not a very eventful week for me. Work slowed down. I jinxed myself. I was just talking about how fucking, how much work's out here. And then, bam, like that. It's been slow. 
I'm kind of stressed about it, but we're supposed to pick up again, he said. And we're all getting raises. So I guess that's a good thing. My girlfriend has a uh, Supernova Diva Ring light. I don't know if y'all heard of these shits, but it's basically a circle of a UV ray light. I think it's UV rays. No, not UV ray. Those damn white lights. I don't know. Makeup looking lights. I don't know what they're called. I just felt stupid there. But she has one of these shits, and you put a camera behind it, and you take pictures of it, and it's supposed to soften your features. And I did it, and it works. Like, I'm not going to lie. Who would have knew white light makes you look prettier? I guess I should have known that because they did it on Always Sunny. I don't know if you guys watch this show, Always Sunny, in Philadelphia. But there's a girl on that show, Sweet D, they call her, and she's got unflattering features, I guess you could say. She kind of got, like, a, her, her nose is weird or whatever, and her, all that. You know, it's, just, it's natural. It is what it is. But they, like, make her stand in front of these white lights uh, on one of the episodes. So, and she's a bartender, too. So, they make her stand in front of these lights so people go to the bar more often or something. Sexist, fucked up shit. But yeah, I think that wraps it up this week. Um, I'm going to get some more shit going for y'all next week. I'm going to try and get somebody on here. Uh, I got a jujitsu buddy. He's a fucking fanatic. His name's Gregory. Gregory, I call him. I'm going to get him on here because we're definitely going to talk about McGregor and Mayweather. I'll talk about it briefly right now. McGregor can't see Mayweather. We know that. All right? But that's apples and oranges. You can't compare those two. UFC and boxing is two different animals. UFC fighters, some of them like to throw hands, but they're all terrible boxers. All right? They're just, just The technique ain't there. So you can't say this is an equal matchup because it ain't. McGregor is walking into some shit that he's trying to prepare for, but he ain't prepared for it. All right, this shit is life. All right, this is Mayweather. This boxing is life. This ain't no part-time shit. He didn't spend time grappling. All right, he spent his whole life throwing hands. So this whole like people trying to say McGregor is gonna do this, McGregor is gonna no, he's not. He can't even keep his hands up. For fucking four rounds. How's he going to do it for eight plus? You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's fighting a technical fighter. You can't... He A, a very defensive-minded Mayweather. You can't fuck with him. I'm sorry, man. And I'm not taking nothing away from McGregor. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a fair fight for McGregor. I, I know why he's taking it. He's taking it for the payday. And I get that, you know. It's a, hell, it's a lot of money on the table right there. But as far as like your legacy, it's not helping it. You know, everyone knows why you're doing it. Mayweather is doing it for the same reason. It's an easy win for him. It's an easy couple mil for him. However many millions, hundred plus millions. I get it, man. I do. I think Floyd could walk into the UFC ring and still whoop Mayweather or whoop uh, McGregor's ass. 
it's hard to grapple when you're getting a fist in your mouth, you know? I, but, hey, people are going to crucify me for that. That's cool. Uh, when, when, when McGregor fought Diaz, that right there should tell you right there. Both fights. Both fights. I, I don't see, I don't even think McGregor is the best UFC fighter, in my opinion. That's that's the truth. I think there's better fighters out there. I don't even think McGregor could see fighting. I don't think McGregor could fucking beat um, Canelo. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. But we're going to talk about that more next week. I'm going to get my buddy to talk some fight shit. I'm also going to refer to some other people that are fanatics, get their point of views on the shit before I do it. I'm going to hop off of here, though. I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see y'all next week. Peace out.